This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I am like still extremely tired from having to wake up so early this weekend. I am too. That really hit me like a ton of bricks at the end of the day. Like that should not be something that anyone has to do, including us. 30 million Americans woke up for that. 30 million. Can you believe that? Like who knew that so many people cared? I mean, I get cared, like picked up an issue of people and read the cover, but cared like woke up on a Saturday morning. Waking up was the wildest thing. We got yeah. up at what, 5, 5, 5.30? Ridiculous. I know. And I feel like I know everyone was there to watch watch it, so we weren't the main event, but we definitely didn't know anything, and it showed. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for, for Joe, Dr. Joe Livingstone, helping us yeah. out with the, with the British facts. Um, it was a fun we event. Thank you again to Vulture for having us. Um, what a strange moment. Honestly, in our yeah, it was it felt a little weird to watch a a room of Americans dressed up in like a fandom of England (laughs) and like celebrating an American. We started kind of not late, but we started when the actual wedding started. So we missed the arrivals, but the arrivals were even stranger. I mean, I, I expected suits people. But it was a really disarming, weird thing to watch that many USA stars among the royals. Like, oh, shot of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, shot of the suit from Suits. Oh, shot of George George and Amal. Yeah. It was wild. It was weird because we sent our best. Okay, I'm just, you know, quote unquote, we sent our A-list. We sent George and Amal. Mm -hmm. We sent Oprah. We sent our A-list. The best we have. We sent Serena. We sent Serena. I mean, and then we then somehow we also sent the cast of Suits. Like that is what we sent. To. Somehow we sent the cast of Suits, and we sent a random cast member from True Blood. Okay. <laughs> you know, when all of us are older and we look back at the photos of this, it's going to be like, what? You will drive it. Who were the people we should discuss from the wedding that we don't really give much time to typically? Well, the one that has been coming up again and again that that I only recently got to Google and got kind of like obsessed with is her quote unquote maid of honor. She didn't have a maid of mm. honor, but they but they were calling this woman her maid of honor. She is a Canadian socialite. She's a Canadian socialite's actually a good word. She married the son of a former prime minister. Right. Which is like primo socially. Mm-hmm. For Canada. Her, I mean, for Canada. Her name is Jessica Mulroney. They call her a stylist. <laughs> she does style stuff. She like owns a shoe company. She well, styles she, herself, at least. Yeah, that counts. Well, she was born Jessica Brownstein, a great last name. Like, I think, like, seems like she might be Jewish. I don't know, just a guess. She, her father owned um, Montreal's Browns shoes. This is like pure Canadian, like, lore mm-hmm. here like born at, um, born on the canadian side of niagara falls has a penthouse right. at the cn tower you know like right. what and so she married um she married ben mulroney who is a tv host and he's the son of a former prime minister named brian mulroney apparently mulroney is like a kind of an a-list name in canada because of the it's like obama or whatever okay okay <laughs> right um but he went on to be kind of the billy bush of canada which is 
I didn't just say that I confirmed it with a Canadian friend because my I texted my Canadian friend and she was kind of like, yeah, they they are pretty known. I mean, I you know, they're a little she's like who he has a them last name. So I was like, oh, it's a Billy Bush situation. Okay, well, like pre October 2016, Billy Bush, we hope. Right. But now I feel like if anything, maybe they are them because because now that they've been involved in this royal wedding, their Canadian stance has been raised because her, their kids were in the wedding. It was mostly, you know, royal adjacent children, but then yeah. these kids. So that picture that like went not really viral, but people liked of the little kid behind her, like making a face. That's yeah, their nothing kid. Went, there were no truly viral moments at this wedding, which I think is good. That's sort of the sign of a was successful wedding. I don't know. Was I think so. I think so. I don't know. Everything everything went off without a hitch is what I'm saying. Like there were no there were That's no wild true. cards. Well, it wasn't fully boring, which I think I guess makes up for the fact that there wasn't anything crazy, like because it wasn't so dull that we didn't need to like have something happen that we focused on. We could right. focus like, on the just, wedding as a whole. Like when you cut when you cut to Oprah in the audience, you don't need Oprah to be doing something funny. Right? Because mm-hmm. that's already mm-hmm. the fun that's already like the fun, wild aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that they're there. There's a great but I will say before we move on to like any, to the rest of the people, there's a great profile of these two in the Toronto in Toronto Life, which I guess is a magazine, mm-hmm. um, and it's called the Ben and Jess Show. He's a political prince in the charity circuit's reigning MC. She's a social media juggernaut and a style advisor to Canada's first lady. Together, they're Toronto's most polished power couple, and they're reinventing the way we think about influence. <laughs> So like, are they really? I mean, this is what I think about influence. This is exactly I how mean, I think about influence. I mean, I just want to read you a little bit of from this profile just to get a sense of of them. If the Mulroneys did have that reality show, well, they're they're saying they could have a reality show, but they don't have a reality show. But they also kind of are a reality show. If the Mulroneys didn't have did have that reality show, ratings would have spiked last February when Ben went on Twitter to lash out at people who were criticizing his dad for singing for Donald Trump at a fundraiser at Mar-a-Lago. Or in March when Jessica posted a photo of Meghan Markle playing with Ivy at the Mulroney home. Mostly, though, it's low drama, big smiles and killer outfits. For a designer, being featured on Jessica's Instagram feed can mean significant, if not quite Sophie-level sales. Since she tags her photos with the relevant purchasing info, Jessica has built an audience of almost 70,000 followers, which is more than any comparable local figure, though there really isn't no one who quite compares. Social media has its fair share of Toronto socialites, yummy mummies and stylists, but Jessica achieves the rare rare trifecta. Quote, there is nobody above Jessica for the perfect mom, perfect family lifestyle brand in Canada, says one prominent Toronto brand rep. A lot of people I spoke to describe her as Toronto's Gwyneth Paltrow. I just like how cute Canada is, where it's like seventy thousand. Can you believe it? And it's and it's like, oh, <laughs> no. I mean, no. seventy. Not, not that Who Weekly or either of us has anything close to seventy thousand followers on Instagram, but please. But you're come right. On. That's not Bella Hadid. Yeah. Ce- celebrated eighteen million yesterday. So I know, and like Bad Baby has more than that, and she's you know. <laughs> but I it's think, cute. I it's think. very Canada. It, it's just like it, it makes us say, "Oh, when we think about Canada." Toronto's it's also great because it. Yeah, it's a it's its own little ecosystem and this mm-hmm. this profile does infer that. They're saying, you know, for on her level, like what she for what she's doing, this is important and people really buy into her story. And so I get that because 70,000 can be more valuable if people really like you versus yeah, a bajillion a, people just like don't think like who think you're just funny or If you know like stupid. 60 if 68,000 of those 70,000 are are active and engaged, you know right. that's that's invaluable. That's invaluable. So moving on, that was kind of the big one I thought. Um who else was there? 
that who else is was notable. there? Well, everyone from Suits. So Patrick J. Adams, iconically, Patrick J. Adams was there with Troy and Belisario. Amazing. Um, that the was unforgettable couple. They were great. Every photo of the two of them was just. He looks. He looks thrilled. He just looks so happy. And she's Troyan is thrilled. She's thrilled, but she's doing. She's doing the pose. You know, the like. I'm right, serious. But how I'm happy is she guest. there? The Daily Mail had to this thing. They reported her. I guess she posted on Instagram that like they got slippers, which is like a mm-hmm. wedding thing where like you can yeah. take off your shoes, you get slippers. Um, and she was really excited about that. But you mentioned my favorite guest, the most random, not a Suits cast member, not a royal family person, but a woman who was in True Blood. Who is this woman? <laughs> this woman, Janina <laughs> Gavankar. Who uh, is she? She was in. I barely remembered her. She was in True Blood. She was in. You like watched the, True Blood. God, I watched True Blood. I watched it till the end. She was in the latter half of the show as a shapeshifter. Um, I don't remember. She <laughs> was in love with one. Told. I think she was in love with. Um, who was the shapeshifter? Uh, Sam. The I don't guy care. who was on was the, he the one who turned show. into a dog. It doesn't matter. He's the one who turned into a dog. She was a shapeshifter. I'm not sure what she could shift into. Point is, she was there. And she did the most. First of all, she looked great. She did look great. Um, she was in like kind of a, a, a pale orange and a black hat. She looked but fine. Did two iconic things at this wedding. Number one, she tried to high five a guard when she got there, and the <laughs> and the guard it's was great. like, "I can't do that." So the guard didn't do anything, and then she tried to laugh it off. Amazing. And then second it was like thing, it was great because the Evening Standard posted this video, and then it's like, oh, of course that's like, like in America. Like to. we're so embarrassing. <laughs> um, but I mean, whatever. It's it's hard. One thing I will say before going into the second thing about this woman, Janina, is that, I mean, like Americans could have, like Serena and uh, Alexis sh- could have shown up with a, their crying baby and the uh, the seat next to them, kicking the seat of the queen. You know, like, and at that point, it's like. Who cares? Americans were immune to criticism there because we won. We won. We we married into the royal family. Okay? Like, w- we were immune from criticism at that point. We win. You know what I mean? We could have shown up with, like, flags being like, suck it, bitch. We are in the royal family. Like, God bless America. Like you know? They, we already got we the top have. prize. We already got the top prize as, as a right. nation. But um, the second thing that she did, which is really funny, that you really liked, was this Instagram oh, story. Oh, I love... Of, God. It's this Instagram story. One... Okay. Just... The Us Weekly headline was True Blood actress Janina Javankar says she's emotionally hungover after attending Royal Wedding. And you're like, wait, did she give a quote? Did they call her? No. No, ma'am. They literally took an Instagram story that she posted a photo of herself that she took where she's like posing, but she's also like, I'm tired. But then she's also like posing. It's amazing. (laughs) She's posing in silk pajamas. She's, which she tagged. And uh, an oversized sweater, like a knit sweater and enormous combat boots. It's like, why did you put all these clothes on? I don't know why. Like, it's wh- it's why wild. Why are you it's wearing like all of these things? But she's posing, but then she's like, her hand is on her face. She looks like, I'm tired. Like, I'm exhausted. You really have to see this to it believe says, it. It says, emotionally hungover, headed to airport. <laughs> Anyways, I love her. I love her. And she says, Gavankar documented the story of her ensemble for the occasion in a social media post where she noted that it's, quote, strange to be talking fashion on a powerful day of love and union. Are you kidding Meanwhile, me? Meanwhile, she literally entire- tagged all the 
clothes. this entire wedding is half about fashion. It's all about what do people wear, who designed the the, the, red, Notice, the royal wedding dress. She not only tagged the clothes, she tagged each name in the color of the piece of clothing that that she had. That's because she's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Janina is good. That's what we just yeah. decided. Also, you got to watch so, this yeah. video of her being denied a hand, uh, high five. It's one of the most incredible things I've seen from the royal wedding. So Janita Gavankar is like the person I will never, ever, ever talk about again on this show. Like she is probably the number one person that I'll never think about again. Like after yeah. today. Right? Like that's mm-hmm. it. Right? Like that's it. I, this is yeah. it. Yeah. Right? God, I just like jinxed us because I'm going to have to talk to her She's going to do something. Like she's going to do something in the next two weeks that we're going to have I'm to talk sure. about. That's how this works. But she was the most random one. And then you had all the, the suits people. You mentioned um, – Patrick, Patrick and Troyan. Patrick J. Adams. Then we had um Sarah Rafferty. F- Sarah Sarah Rafferty. She and then we had um Rick Hoffman who like I guess made a face that like didn't go viral, but everybody was trying to like find a viral moment, but like mm-hmm. he made a face and then they asked him about his face and he was like, uh, well, you know, I made a face or something. <laughs> what do he say? He said, um So to answer the questions about the weird face that was made at the royal wedding, imagine sitting next to people to your right that is ha- that has halitosis. Oh, that's rude. Oh, that's rude. So he blamed people sitting next to him for having bad breath. Okay, that's hilarious. Like, no, we no wonder we're not invited to this shit. Go home. So Daily Mail found a lot of tweets from Suits fan where it's Did like, they? a classic Lewis lit face. Oh, I look know. at him making a classic Lewis. It's Imagine great. knowing what Lewis lit face is, what a Lewis lit face is. I know. Imagine admitting you watch Suits. Okay, so him. Um, and then we had, um, I didn't realize, Jacinda Barrett is married to one of the suit, the other suit. What is his name? Wait, I always forget his name. His name is Gabriel Macht or whatever. Okay, but she, you know, she's, you know why she's famous? Why? Because she was on The Real World London in the (gasps) 90s. Thank you. I was like, why do I know her name? She's She's famous because of The Real World, but like 20 years ago, Real World. God, we are like, that's actually a wild connection. So The Real World person married... Got became person. an actress. She was in some movies too, for mm-hmm. sure. She yeah. was in it. She's, she's an Australian. She's an Australian. She actress. married a suit, and now she's at the wet. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> amazing. We really did send our best, which is a cast member of the real world. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. And then Priyanka was there. She stole the she stole the show. I think in a lot of ways, people were obsessed with her outfit were they? and her hat. I think so. Her, I think a mall sort of did but second place I think was Priyanka just because I liked that Priyanka there was a lot of like teasing about who she would bring as a date because she was she's not dating anyone seriously I like that she brought no one but it's also very it's very typical Priyanka or not typical Priyanka it's understandable because Priyanka (laughs) would want to be center of attention you know like Priyanka's like I'm not here for someone else I get it yeah um you know who wasn't at the royal wedding uh who Olivia Culpo but she did tweet (laughs) Um, I love the royal wedding. To keep my royal fix going, I'm loving the Herbal Essences Bio Renew collections. Did you know Herbal Essences is the number one hair care brand to partner with the Royal Botanic Gardens, Kew Gardens? See more from Good Morning America. <laughs> Can you imagine even Strong having the skill and talent arming. to do a pivot from the royal wedding to shampoo? <laughs> did she Did she tag this as – she didn't even tag this as Spawn or – or an ad. What if it's neither? What if this is just genuine? What if she just loves no. herbal essences? No. They she are said, the first global hair care brand to partner with the Royal Botanic <laughs> Gardens. 
So I I can get her fascination. Why do I want herbal essences with like royal gardens flowers in them? I like to I also like, like don't understand. The I point didn't of get this. to wear a fascinator today, but you know what? I'm fascinated by herbal essences, bio renew collections. That's a good. That's good. That's yeah, people good. should have used it. Like, hire um, me to write your, your copy, Olivia. For, honestly, you should. So the Daily Mail had exclusive. Megan's uninvited family celebrate her wedding with breakfast and crowns from Burger King after getting up early to watch the ceremony. So this was Meg- I know. I this was Megan's this. Aunt Teresa and Cousin Nick went to Burger King in Florida for breakfast and picked up the chain signature crown. There was no sign of Megan's uncle Fred, her Thomas, her father Thomas's older brother. Um, blah, blah, uh, And they called, blah, uh, just calling blah. the paparazzi to get you going to Burger King is wild. Really sad. And not even like the main characters of Megan's family, like her aunt and her cousin. I mean, we haven't even heard from these people before, really. I know. Yeah. Thomas Markle Sr. told TMZ he'd watched and said, my baby looks beautiful and she looks happy. He also said, I wish my relatives would shut up. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I wish they would too. He's the good one. Anyways, um... Moving this on. This is great. We're yeah, moving on. Wedding. Forever, maybe. No, probably not. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they don't do anything. That's the thing. The royals don't do anything. Well, They're not we, allowed to. Until she gets pregnant, we're done with them. Yeah, we're never going to talk about her again. Hey, Lindsay, you love award season, right? I love it all the time. What's the problem with award season? Well, it only happens once a year, and so it's not... you. you want, I want to engage with it all the time. <laughs> Well, fortunately, there's a podcast that exists that keeps award season hype lasting 12 months out of the year, and that show is Vanity Fair's Little Gold Men. Do you listen? I listen. I feel like I'm up to date on the A-listers that I don't get to engage with on a normal basis. Yeah, it's like we don't have time to talk about Jennifer Lawrence. Fortunately, they do all the time because that's their job. Little Gold Men is Vanity Fair's award season podcast. It's all about movies. It's all about Hollywood. It's hosted by friend of the podcast and friend of ours, Richard Lawson, Katie Rich, Mike Hogan, and Joanna Robinson. And they have great guests all the time because they're Vanity Fair, so they get actual A-listers. Like, they get people who weekly dreams they could get. Although, like, would we really want to talk to Leslie Manville? Yes. (laughs) What are you talking about? Are you kidding? (laughs) I would give my lung to talk to Leslie Manville. (laughs) You can subscribe to Little Gold Men on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts and enjoy award season all year long. You know, we're never going to talk about again, Neve Shulman, because he has been canceled, uh, accused of sexual misconduct. Honestly, who's surprised here? That's upsetting to say, too. But who's surprised? Remember no, when it's he... always, you know what? We've always been Team Max on this podcast. So oh, yeah. poor Max, that's too. All. Max, like, is out of a job now, kind of, because of this shit. Because they direct paused... a, He'll direct a follow up to We Are Your Friends. He'll direct oh, a sequel to We Are I've Your Friends. I've been waiting be for fine. the sequel. Yeah, I mean, this everyone is... always loved Max more. Max will be fine. Also, Neve if you've been canceled. following this, you all knew he, like, punched a girl in college and got expelled Sarah from Sarah Lawrence. Like, this is no, this is not news to anyone that this guy is no good. I don't want to talk about him or his wife or their website ever again. And I guess now I don't have to. No, we don't have to. Yeah. What else You is know what we do have to talk about? What? Someone named Clayne Crawford. Yeah, it this is, is not. This is not a. This is not a misspelling or a typo of Chase Crawford. This isn't Clayne. even his brother. This is just someone named Clayne Crawford, who's Clayne. on the show *Lethal Weapon*, which is apparently pretty popular and about to enter its third season, but not with <laughs> Clayne Crawford. Well, this has been a long time bubbling. We just like didn't talk about this. I because... feel like we've almost talked about this yeah. a few times, and then decided that Clayne Crawford wasn't worth our time. <laughs> Wait, and yet here we are. 
And, he, and here we... Well, now now there's finality here. He's finally been canceled. There's been a lot happening. There were, like, rumors that he was, like, bad. They let him direct an episode and, like, someone got hurt. And it was fucking Damon Wayans. Because... So, like, out of Ugh. everyone to get hurt, it's Damon Wayans got, like, hit it's with the, shrapnel. the actual lead. I know. So he was like, okay, not only do I hate this guy, he sucks, but also, like, he literally get me let me get injured when he directed an episode. And there was, like, a lot of bad rumors that... He was just, like, mean on – he was terrible on set, and he was just, like, abusing people. And then he apologized a few times. That was another thing. Oh, yeah. He apologized on his his Instagram. Yeah. He did. The first time he apologized was – it's true that I've been reprimanded twice during this past season of Lethal Weapon. The first reprimand was because I reacted with anger over working conditions that did not feel safe or conductive, conducive to good work under the leadership of a guest director and assistant who blah, 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 blah. Well, it's like weird because then he also did the same thing. I love my job, blah, blah. So this was his first apology. Mm-hmm. And then recently it got renewed for, for another season and he was just straight up kicked off the show. This was after Damon Wayans like tweeted all this stuff. Like he basically just like dragged him in tweets. It was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, like, how dare you? Yeah, it, it seems like a combination of he has, like, a really bad anger problem. That's how it seems. And also, they just hate each other. They just and hate each other. guess what? Damon Rance is the famous one, so the other guy has to go. Right. And also, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal to get rid of this guy, from what I've no. seen. Um, They're replacing he... him with Sean William Scott, officially. Yeah. Giving Sean William Scott like his his next big break, which is cool, I think. Come back. It's yeah. a cool idea. Uh, um, yeah, it says. Did you know? But not as the same character as a different as his brother or some shit, which is. I think really it's gonna be his brother, or his friend, or something. That's funny. Uh, did I did know you what? know that Clayne Crawford has a wife? Does he? Yeah. Do you know what her name is? What? Sunshine Kiki Brown. No, it's not. No, it's not. Her name is Sunshine Kiki Brown. That's a drag queen name right there. <laughs> so. Clayne Crawford's wife, Sunshine Kiki Brown, has a story on a website called Heightline.com, H-E-I-G-H-T Line.com, called Who is Sunshine Kiki Brown? (laughs) Six six quick facts you need to know. How are there six? Uh, Who is Sunshine Kiki Brown? Let me read this. Very little is known about this beautiful woman's past as she has chosen to focus on her... Wait, no, wait, you're, listen to this. This is the, the best way to write a biography of literally anyone. Very little is known about this beautiful woman's past as she has chosen to focus on her present and more importantly, her future. <laughs> that is such a nice way to say we don't know shit about this person. There's nothing interesting about them. But to make matters even better, six facts to need, you need to know about Sunshine Kiki Brown begin with who was her husband? <laughs> oh, no. Who's next on this? list of pete davidson split up with larry david's daughter which we don't have to say anything else about okay that's done but that was like i didn't really care about that that happened last week but then this boss of headline like stole my heart do you want to read it oh yeah let me read it excuse me oh yeah let me read it did ariana grande dump mac miller to let this snl actor chop on her chop her four octave cakes to smithereens chop her four octave cakes to smithereens like there's so many words there that we don't (laughs) if you didn't know you wouldn't understand four octave cakes so pete davidson is allegedly dating ariana grande and may or may not have broken up with cassie david to be with ariana grande maybe we don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And also maybe, Ariana maybe, Grande maybe, maybe. recently dumped her boyfriend, Mac Miller, the rapper that like I still really don't know about. And mm-hmm. we talked about we talked about them when they got together. And then Mac Miller got a DUI like a he week later. So things are messy. 
mm-hmm. to say the least. That's mm-hmm. that's really all the goss that I know, to be honest. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. I'm into it. Why not? I think that's actually a cute match. I mean, a lot of obviously the, it, it's surrounded by all of this like, ugh, so it's a little bit shady. But I mean, they're cute. They would be cute together. Better Pete Davidson getting a uh, uh, some A list, A list lady than Colin Jost. Honestly, I was gonna say I will take Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande over Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost any but day. But honestly, of the, the problem week. is I don't like Colin or Scarlett really. So whatever. But I like Ariana I and like I like both Pete. of these people. <laughs> I yeah. know that's true. Um, so yeah, that's all. That's really it. That's all. That's it. Speaking of relationship news, um. Justin Verlander's relationship with Flonase is something that (laughs) Us Weekly likes teasing and not following through on. Well, it's just like, they had a 25 things you don't know about me with Justin Verlander. You know we always like skim these for good stuff because they're always good stuff there. He is a, uh, he's a football fuck. He's a baseball player with the Astros and he's kind of a big deal because he is married to Kate Upton. Remember mm-hmm. when she was a thing? She's like not a thing mm-hmm. anymore. Remember the other woman? I saw it in theaters. I how could I forget it? It was not bad to be honest. Now looking back, no, it's fine. Um, it's no book club, but it's fine. And no, you talk about that too. Um, and they and the intro to the twenty five things was Justin Verlander, a pitcher of the reigning World Series champs, the Houston Astros. Well, I guess it's right there. Regales us with some striking factoids. Read on to learn twenty five things about the thirty five year old and his partnership with Flonase. Not only is that like grammatically not correct. Did you notice that? Like, read on to learn twenty five things and his partnership with Flonase. You would be like, and about his partnership and. Whatever. And then you're like, okay, so where's the Flonase? And then you read the 25 things and there's no Flonase. There's no Flonase anywhere. No Flonase to be found. There's, you know what there is? Uh, my favorite snacks are Kit Kats and Oreos with milk. Um, for my hair, I use a light pomade and then I hit it with some hairspray. No Flonase there. No Flonase. Um, what was the other one I really liked? For my hair. My I fantasy use- is oh. to beat all the other teams. My fantasy is to beat all the other teams. That's literally if you were like, Lindsay, do a, do a bit on being a baseball player. I'd be like, step up, batter, batter, hot dogs. My fantasy God. is to beat all the other teams. Number 25. <laughs> Listen to this. My fantasy is Oh my God, Lindsay, she does, she does mention Floney. Wait, we where? Where? 22. I literally think they added this because I, I refreshed it and it's here because I did a control F and it wasn't there. It wasn't and now there. it's here. It wasn't I there. I think they added it and it makes no sense. Oh, it's 23. It's fucked up. I love sports cars. My dream is a Ferrari. They're the best. 23. People don't know that I'm a Flonase user. That was not there. That was not there. That was not there. I searched Flonase. You searched No, I searched Flonase. it too. It wasn't there. They forgot Flonase and they added it in. Someone was like, emergency. Someone, Someone's emergency phone rang at Us Weekly and they were like, we forgot the spawn con. you got to put it in there. I cannot believe they forgot the Flonase and then by the time we recorded this, they put the Flonase back. We have caught something I mean, incredible. That's because, well, that's because Us Weekly, they're good. They're, they're on top of things. Honestly, when they make a mistake, they correct it. 
Did you, they put a correction at the bottom? We forgot Flonase, but then put it back because that's I true journalism. They don't okay. issue corrections. They don't issue corrections. That's um, crazy. They don't issue corrections. They're doing stuff um, all the time. But what I will say, what's really funny about this is that note how we go from, I want to own, my dream is to own a Ferrari. First of all, you're rich. You can buy a Ferrari. Don't say that that's your dream. But to go right from that to I'm a Flonase user is a very jarring transition. It's very weird. The Flonase really shouldn't be there. But this is sort of the Flonase MO because listen to how this interaction between Justin Verlander and his dad in this official Flonase ad just suddenly transitions <laughs> Wait, to Flonase. he made his dad be in the Flonase ad with him? Okay. Yeah, yeah, listen. You know, I, I think he instilled a love of the game for me by really showing how much passion he had for what he knew I loved. Passion for what you love grows into the mental capacity to, to focus. Throwing is not your strong suit, so maybe hitting is. <laughs> if I wake up and, and I'm really congested, I'm not really focused as much on the wait, job wait, that wait, I should wait, be wait, focused wait, on. Wait, I'm sorry. I kept trying pills. I'm sorry, what, we just... Being really congested wait, <laughs> so we just went, wait, he just went love from of the game, passion, love of the, love game, of the game, to like, if I sometimes I wake up and I'm congested, what can I say? <laughs> sometimes... These people need better copywriters. It's not a hard transition to get from baseball to Flonays. <laughs> no, because he's out on the field. You'd be like, well, you know, sometimes I'm not performing my best. I get a little Flonays and I'm, I'm the best I can be. I'm the, the dream of what my father instilled in me of being the best or whatever. Like, that's not even that good. But that's better than like. It's better than that. That's we, better than no transition at all. That's I can't believe. Well, this Flonays is messy. 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 Messy like um, my, like my stuffed up nose when I don't get up and take my flonase. Is flonase well, like that's a, spray? a good one? Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. Well, you know, we're talented. <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Number one, Rita Ora was not at the wedding. Which is honestly shocking. Disrespectful. Rita could not get an invite to that wedding. Rita could get an invite to like, I don't know, anything. She's at everything. She's everywhere but the royal wedding, which is just, I mean, it's very disrespectful. She should have been invited. She should have been She would there. have been the best guest. She would have been the best guest. She would have had so much fun. You know her and Harry have hung out and had a great time. I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying, like, as friends, like, had a great time. She's oh, yeah. fun, you know? Oh, yeah. So Rita was on a voyage to the wedding, even though she's the, our most uh, iconic British celebrity, which is damn shame. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Rita's still dealing with this girl's backlash, which is cracking me up. Every day when I see something about it, mm-hmm. um, the song is like not even doing well either because of it, the thing, or just because it wasn't that good of a song anyways. It's also, yeah, I was listening to it again. I don't hate it, but it's just not, it's not upbeat enough. It's not fun. No, it's not. What is this? What is this? Rita Ora proves to be a Love Island superfan as she poses with three other shows' stars days apart as Caroline Flack reveals explosive series secrets. <laughs> Rita Ora so has Love no- <laughs> Island is a famous British show? Love Island is like a big thing. It's like pa- Paradise Island. It's a big reality mm-hmm. show thing. We t- we've talked about it before. You just forget. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Rita Ora, I don't think, actually watches Love Island, which I is kind of funny because she's just – I think these people she ran into somewhere, she took a photo with um, – 
the, this couple that are going to get married that fell in love on the island. And then she took another photo later, maybe a different, a different like concert with another couple that were in the ser- with with Sam who was in the series with them. So she took mm-hmm. photos with all of these Love Island people. Um, and then they try to transition the article into being about Love Island, but not about Rita. But it's oh, only because okay. Rita see, took see, photos see, with them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there any actual drama in here, but no, not really. Yeah, sort of a sort of a dull week for Rita. Um, yeah, Rita needs another single. She needs an album ASAP, and we Give need us the album, Rita, uh, to, to end this episode. End this episode um, ASAP too. We will. Um, we will see a lot of you at the show at the Bell House on Thursday. We it's can't in wait. Brooklyn, New York. It is sold mm-hmm. out. So if you have a ticket, you are among the, the chosen. It's um, gonna be fun. We have some special guests. We have some games. We're gonna have a great time. We also have a show next month in June in Brooklyn. If you want to come to that, if you didn't get tickets for this, please come to that. Yes. What else is come. there? Yeah, that's kind of it for us. And that's it. So um, we'll see you on Friday. Call in with all your questions, 619-WHO-THEM. And uh, have a great week. Have a great week. Oh, it's a yawn. Whoa, bye. You will say that. Yo, 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 they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. That was a HeadGum Podcast.